0: On Oahu, I'm Sarah Doyle. This is episode seven, Brisbane real estate. Right now, I am here sitting with Christine Rudolph. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for Hi. Me. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. Christine and I actually only met in person yesterday, um, and I've found a kindred spirit here in in real estate. Um, so, you're Number you're ranked very high in real estate in Queensland. So,
1: thank, thank you, Sarah. Tell well, me about yeah, you. Where <laughs> uh, we have obviously been connected um, globally for some time now, thanks yeah. to the power of social media, Instagram. Um, and I was follow- insta stalking her <laughs> <laughs> and following each other's uh, careers, which has been absolutely wonderful. And yes, I'm uh, very fortunate uh, to work for um, an internationally respected family business which is the Ray White group. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a fourth generation family business Mm -hmm. which is absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. and I'm very fortunate to be in their top 2% of their international
0: agents. Wow, so and Ray White is, is Ray White the name of the gentleman who started it?
1: Yes, yes, so it was started um, four generations ago Mm -hmm. and the um, the family have continued that legacy, which is absolutely wonderful, mm. um, and uh, we're very fortunate to benefit from uh, a really wonderful trusted family brand. Mm-hmm. And where uh, the chairman of the the group, mm-hmm. um, Brian White, and his brother Paul, um, really take a personal interest in all of us. So wow, it's, and our clients too, which mm. is just incredible to be with such a respected international company, Mm -hmm. yet truly have um, those old-fashioned family values, which certainly makes a big difference in in this day and age. Yeah,
0: yeah, and in our industry as well. Exactly, Mm. yeah. So I would love to hear how you've you've been in the industry for 10 years and you've managed to become so successful. Can you give me a little insight into how, how you've gone about that?
1: Well, I guess um, I'm an accidental real estate agent, as I say to everyone. i certainly never set out to be a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. and in fact, um, I started my career as a journalist Mm -hmm. and worked in the media for many years before I became a mum, and um, was a stay-at-home mum for a while, Mm -hmm. and then resumed my career um, with an international company. I worked uh, in the airline industry with Qantas, Mm -hmm. and it ended up um, being... Uh, my own personal experience um, with real estate agents and a little bit of uh, tragedy unfortunately in my own um, family life that Mm -hmm. sort of gave me an insight into the industry and uh, prompted me to think that one day I'd like to become a real estate agent to give to people the level of service that I expected when Mm -hmm. I was selling my property. And um, so that's where my calling came from to... So you say you
0: expected it, do you mean you didn't, you didn't see it, you didn't get it?
1: Yes, well, mm. you know, unfortunately, a lot of times when people are selling their property, they're going through a, a rather, up on the stress scale. They, sure. they say selling properties is right up there on the top of the stress scale. Mm. And in the case where, uh, where I was selling, um, mm. we were going through, I had a husband who was very ill. He mm. couldn't work anymore we worked very hard when we were in our early 20s to um, build up a portfolio of properties, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. So we worked hard, renovated. Um, and unfortunately, when he couldn't work, um, he was sick. We had to sell our properties because mm-hmm. we were in debt. Mm-hmm. So it was quite stressful. We had a little baby. And, uh, you know, it was it was quite an eye-opening experience. And mm-hmm. I guess, um, you know, we were... I, I have a... I'm a high level communicator and mm. really love to have um, a higher level of contact with my clients mm-hmm. and customers and i found being left in the dark and right. not being told things um, right. probably not always being told the truth uh-huh. um was something that i sort of thought i want to come into the industry and make a difference
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly there's a i mean there's a lot of real estate agents that I have ruined it for, for for the good ones yes um, and that
1: makes it very hard as yeah. you and i both know sometimes yeah. when i sit at the table with a lot of my clients and do you feel that they've got that barrier up yeah. um they're immediately. expecting you to be slimy and sleazy, that, and that, that's it. untruthful and exactly yeah. and uh you know i guess it's a little bit of a surprise to them when mm. i actually say to them look I'm going to tell you something. I actually don't like a lot of real estate agents mm. myself, mm. and that's why I got into the industry. And yeah. when I tell them my story, they sort of go, "Oh wow, you like us?"
0: Yeah, um, wow. Yes. Yeah, and so then, and you're at New Farm with Ray White, and yes, it, you know, you you've talked to me about just uh, finding it quite quite a nice environment it, there. The we team that is
1: the most amazing um, team. You know, yeah. I think I'm very very fortunate to have landed in. A a global brand yeah. that is family oriented, yeah. and that sort of then sort of comes down. That culture comes uh-huh. down through the whole of the group, but particularly in my culture, you know, yeah. we we have an office. Um, we're really tight knit. We're very yeah. fortunate that we're the number one agency in Brisbane. Yeah, um, have a fabulous um, relationship with my principals, mm. the business owners, Matt and Hazley. Yeah, um, Matt and I do a lot of business together, which is yeah. fantastic. He's um, amazing.
0: I he mean, is because I've been looking at his content as well, Matt Lancashire, and it's just so impressive and authentic. And I think he's uh, an innovator. He you know, is. That's,
1: that's what I love so are you. about. I mean, thinking. that's uh, the
0: agents who I've, I've I've come to find in Brisbane that I've literally made sure I've been able to meet here in Brisbane and Sydney are the ones who have been seeing doing innovative stuff yeah. and, and who are highly integrity and highly creative. Exactly, we've got mm. similar backgrounds. But I also um, me uh, moving to Hawaii six months ago. I yeah I had to be very careful about which uh, brokerage I would go with, and that's how I found. Which Yeah, agency. well, and which would maybe yes. not be that could be more like LA because of the acting thing. But really, like that the brokerage there um, in Honolulu that I'm part of is that's how I, I found it was very a, a very authentic. supportive, mm. authentic. Um, my credible broker, respected as well. globally respected. But that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, like the mm-hmm. marketing of it is very tight, but ultimately it's down to who you work with, you know. And I'm working it with is. some amazing agents who are honest and and just want to help. And honestly, I've said this a couple of times. I don't think I'd be getting the the support as um, being an agent new to Hawaii. The support I'm getting there, I don't think I would have gotten it in Sydney or in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, I've said this several times. When I when I moved to Hawaii, well, the first time I went there, I thought, this is like Brisbane. This is like Queensland, you it's, know. It's The weather, the vibe. The parallels. It is. And I'm just love, thinking about that. Like, I love, love Hawaii for that reason, right, to be exactly. honest. I'm, and I'm Brisbane as a city is probably a little like that too because it's not mm. as cutthroat as Sydney and, and Melbourne. You do have more of a team.
1: Yes, it's, it is actually really... Um, You know, I think comparing it to Hawaii is is actually, uh, there are a lot of parallels. Mm. I mean, we are, um, you know, I love going to travel to Hawaii for that reason Mm. because the people in Hawaii are very warm, very genuine, very authentic. We've just enjoyed a meal at um, Hellenica, which Mm -hmm. is... um, magnificent <laughs> uh, restaurant and you commented to me wow i can't believe the service here and that people are so lovely mm. and that's a consistent theme that we really see is it throughout brisbane see yeah. and isn't
0: that funny because i'm you know naive in a way i come to this to brisbane in a way like i come to hawaii where i'm from sydney so i i you know i had a concept growing up of of brisbane of course i came up here to travel and i would go to dream world on the gold coast and come to brisbane that kind of thing but I feel like it has evolved so much and it continues to evolve. So I want to yes. talk about, since we're talking about Brisbane real estate, I want to talk about Brisbane. Like why, yes. why, why Brisbane for you? What is Brisbane to you? Fabulous what, question. Yeah. Great question. Well, you know,
1: again, um, my uh, return to Brisbane was, was very accidental. So mm. I grew up uh, in a small country town mm. in Queensland and uh, growing up in a small country town my burning desire was to leave that small country town right. and you know make the bright lights as you've gone chasing a light <laughs> yeah. for me it was sydney i wanted to end yeah. up in sydney so i started in the media became a newsreader and a journalist and ended up through my career in sydney which mm. was very exciting mm. loved sydney it it truly is an incredibly vibrant amazing um city mm. And uh, then when I was uh, working for Qantas, mm. um, it was uh, when Queensland was just on the, um, the cusp of changing and they had a very, very progressive premier um, mm-hmm. back 20 years ago uh, by the name of Peter Beattie. And mm-hmm. he was incentivizing a lot of very big companies in Sydney and Melbourne to actually relocate to Brisbane. So I was very fortunate uh, to be asked to relocate mm-hmm. to Brisbane and um, at the time sort of thought that that was a, a pretty exciting idea with the expansion of Qantas yeah. um, into Queensland. So I did come up here 20 years ago mm. when a lot of industries were relocating to Queensland. Interesting. And really at the time I was actually quite inspired to... Um, you know, see what the projections were for 2020, which is here we are now. And, you know, I look back at Mm. how far we've come in 20 years Mm. and everything that was in Peter Peter, Peter Beattie's vision has actually come to pass. So we've now emerged to be very much a world-class city. We have, um, you know, beautiful developments uh, that have taken place, such as uh, we have the uh, the Queen's Wharf development which mm-hmm. is currently going ahead in the city that's going to have an amazing casino, it's going to be world class, mm-hmm. all of the eyes of the world will be on that particular development. It's brought tremendous employment into Brisbane which is really? fabulous. Um, the other thing that's very exciting is our education in Queensland is regarded as world class. Wow. So we're very, very fortunate um, and I see this in my work. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the medical specialists that we see um, coming to Queensland mm-hmm. are actually world leaders in their field. Wow. So world leaders in infectious diseases, world leaders in um, you know, cardiology. There's just so much to do with our health field in wow. Brisbane.
0: So I, I have a client in Hawaii who's he's a mayor of one of the Marshall Islands, and when he found out I was from Australia, he was like, oh, that I fly there... To, to go to my doctor. My doctor's in Brisbane. They're I love both. Brisbane for the medical. Yeah. yeah,
1: that is incredible, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's, it is. it, and it's interesting um, that Brisbane is becoming an international city. Even yes. with you're getting another airport here. Uh, uh, that's exactly right, mm. that, and that in itself is incredibly
1: exciting because, you know, the incentive um, not only for tourism mm. with um, Brisbane, you know, being a, a a leading international hub for tourism, but right? also for trade as well. Yes. So that's really uh, going to continue to open up our,
0: our global connection. And culturally, I mean, you know, the arts and culture, you know, that's always been regarded as maybe more Sydney. Well, not always. That's all changed now. Now Brisbane's museums um, and the representation of Aboriginal art here mm. and um, your Contemporary Art Museum, is it... Quam, what What's it called? G- goma. Oh, goma oh, yes. yes, there's got. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, and that's regarded yes. as, as one of the best in Australia.
1: So absolutely, yes. And you know, I think it's very exciting. You know, I was in, um, fortunately, you know, in New York a few months ago, mm. and you know, went to Broadway and saw the Book of Mormons, and mm. lo and behold, you know, back in Brisbane, and his Book of Mormons playing in oh, Brisbane. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we're getting all those wonderful um, shows that you know, uh, you can see anywhere in the world that calibre of performance is actually coming to Brisbane. Yeah,
0: and then a healthy economy feeds um, healthy funding um, and sponsorship for for theatre shows and that kind of thing. So it it just goes up and up and up. Exactly. And and
1: our universities, I think, you know, what is um, probably not heard about a lot here is that our universities are very much world-class universities. Mm -hmm. So we have QUT, we have um, University of Queensland... And we have many, many um, foreigners actually coming to Australia to attend these universities. Mm. And what's, how this also applies to us in the real estate industry mm. is quite interesting because um, there's a very prominent uh, developer that is in um, Brisbane who uh, sent his son mm. to university here. And they came out to um, have a holiday to visit their son absolutely fell in love Mm. with brisbane and they have poured hundreds of millions of dollars into our economy because they fell in love with it and they've put up luxury um, high-rises beautiful hotels commercial
0: buildings so you know really people come here and they go wow yeah Mm. exactly and um and exactly, and the service at uh, that place today was world class. You know, usually Australian service—it's not what people don't rave about. Australian service, you know, but maybe <laughs> Brisbane that's is true. because they it's do. Been
1: that's it. In in in, uh, you you get great service in the states. Yeah. but... That's obviously because there's a tip coming. Yes, whereas yeah. here, you know, None. it's genuine it service. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah.
0: right. But I feel like also Brisbane maybe being like pl- slated as the underdog to Sydney and Melbourne on the sit- on the sta- on the world stage or yes. the Australian stage makes you try a bit harder to make sure everything is better. Yes,
1: <laughs> the, I think that's a very good point because we have some tremendous local entrepreneurs mm. here who really have taken such. Pride yeah. in what we've created here. And in innovation, yeah. That's right. They're very unassuming um, people who've really started with nothing and they're actually, you know, the brains behind some of these incredible developments. So oh. the Howard Smith Wards, you know, that's a world-class development and mm-hmm. that's three young local guys who... Had this vision of transforming, you know, this very ugly industrial site, right. taking a huge risk and making that absolutely incredible. Right. And uh, you know, the the Carlisle yeah. and Helenica, where we have mm. just come from again, a local family. They had this really? vision of creating this amazing hotel. Um, when we had the um, the the Brisbane International. Uh, tennis um, tournament here mm. um, Over January Where we had the likes of um, Federer and Djokovic And all of the world class tennis players Playing in Brisbane mm. um, They were all staying at the Carlisle right. So you know uh, And you know You've got people like um, I can't forget mentioning uh, Screw Turner Who you may not have heard mm. of But you know He's he's a Brisbane guy mm. You know So unassuming So incredible the founder of Flight Centre, and he's created these phenomenal little boutique hotels um, called called the Spices Group. You know, that's a local person that's created this amazing international experience Mm -hmm. of boutique hotels, and Mm -hmm. that's all from Brisbane, which is really exciting.
0: And so is it, um, how does it compare, do you know, with um, pr- with property pricing in Brisbane compared to Sydney or Melbourne?
1: Well, that's a really good question because um, much of the Sydney and Melbourne market in the past couple of years has yeah. really had um, a tremendous growth and a lot of that was actually driven uh, with the big ticket items being bought by um, foreigners. Mm-hmm. So that really did push those prices up quite quickly. Right. Um, we also uh, you know, don't see as much of that investment in Brisbane, although we have had some, some of our top sales in Brisbane have been driven by foreign investment, so mm-hmm. our top sale, which actually Matt did mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. was for an incredible uh, property overlooking the river here in this suburb where we are today. Kangaroo Point mm-hmm. that sold for eighteen million eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand. Okay, um, so that's the to top
0: price of Brisbane. Yes, interesting, interesting top, top price of Brisbane, which is much yeah. less than
1: Sydney and Melbourne. Much less in, than Sydney and Melbourne, yeah. but yeah, it's still you know phenomenal price yeah. for Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what we are seeing more so is um that migration yes. of Melbourne and Sydney buyers coming to uh, Brisbane. And as you said before, um, the digital nomads, Mm. uh, Brisbane has become a a city of choice because it is still relatively affordable. Yes. Um, You can buy, uh, you know, this luxury apartment that we're in today, you know, it's an amazing penthouse. and. You know, to buy this in Sydney, you'd be looking at around ten million. Mm. You know, you're looking at less than half that. Really? So that's business. interesting. So yeah. it's um definitely inter- interstate migration is strong, right? And the other driving factor that we have seen is like you're experiencing in Hawaii with all of the Australians who mm. actually live in Hawaii mm. and own property in Hawaii, yeah, or live
0: here and own property there, and just love to visit and yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Um, we have so many entrepreneurs now wow. who can work from anywhere in the world and they're choosing Brisbane. Yeah. And also because our economy is very stable and yes. real estate's stable here. Right. The Brexit crisis in mm-hmm. um, in London, we've had a lot of expats from London investing really? back here yeah. with what's been going on in Hong Kong mm-hmm. uh, as well. Yeah. A lot of expats investing back here and also people in, you know, LA, Hawaii, New yeah. York who were originally from Australia yep. are going let's p- place in Brisbane. This is actually um, yeah, where I know
0: someone, yeah, someone through my office who's married to an a Australian guy and yeah, they're looking at they're looking at Brisbane. They're that's like, what well, Br- you know, there's just something about again, that's why I I chose Hawaii over Los Angeles because it became more important to me to have a, a work-life balance, to enjoy the weather and the pace. And increasingly, unfortunately, Sydney And L.A. I mean L.A. used to be the place where the Bohemians went and they didn't have to pay much rent and They could just create but it's not that place anymore. It's much more like New York, you know, and Sydney is increasingly becoming more corporate and and Definitely, you know, and that's all right. I love Sydney. I don't I don't I'm not bagging on Sydney But I can understand why someone would want to look into the future and say well Where do I want to be in 10 20 years? You know, yeah.
1: It's interesting, you know, I um, I was in New York last year and, um, you know, very fortunate to meet uh, Dolly Lenz, who yeah. is an icon in our industry, one of the most successful female agents of all time, mm. and broker to Australian, Rupert Murdoch, mm. um, and when I was there, I had was fortunate to be able to study a lot of real estate with her okay. and these transformational areas, yeah. and one of the things that I noticed in particular, which yeah. I can relate back to Brisbane, mm-hmm. is that we've had a parallel with yeah. what's happened in New York over the last twenty years. Yeah. So if you look at the way Brisbane was twenty years ago, mm-hmm. a lot of these industrial areas along the river, in yeah. particular, have been cleaned up. They've been transformed.
0: So is that like the Williamsburg? That it's sort like of... Soho. Yeah. yeah that's right. Oh, you know, okay. when you look
1: at what Soho twenty years ago, no yeah. one ever touched Soho because of the crime yeah. and yeah. you know the drugs and then all the artists started coming in and
0: but now so the artists are out they're out in williamsburg with now Williamsburgs so expensive so they've gotten pushed further into brooklyn it's
1: exactly exactly so So what we've
0: found actually in hawaii i i I always tend to use Kakaako as an example of what's happening i mean it's an area that i'm trying to specialize in as well but um price per square foot is dropping um, uh, on the upper east and upper west side right It keeps dropping mm-hmm. and a year later you're seeing that happen in Kaka'ako like so everything that's happening in these specific spots you can almost predict what's going to happen in Hawaii because it happens even though we've got a very stable market there yeah you, you, because there's more and more inventory coming in to Kaka'ako that price per square foot and we love looking at price per square foot i don't yes. you guys don't do that as much like it's not all well, about your per square right. meter that's right. That's
1: the thing where we there's a lot of the principles of mm. you know service and clients that are the same but i do get fascinated when i do travel overseas yeah. because the intricacies yes. of how you you know the differences that's yeah. right it's yeah. it's different in France mm-hmm. to what it is here, it's different in London to what it is here, mm-hmm. it's different in the US, mm-hmm. it's different in Hawaii. So yeah. I love the fact that yeah. we all have different systems. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Mm. Um, and you know, Australians can't believe that a lot of um, uh, property in Hawaii goes for under listing price. Um, mm. And and you know we never do auctions, but that's right. Um, are, you, are you finding that increasingly people are not doing auctions here, or is that still definitely? No, well,
1: we we love auctions. We love I it. Mean, you know, right. we're <laughs> an, we're an auction culture. I yeah. mean, Sydney and Melbourne in particular is mm. just you know auction. That's that's what you do. Mm. And I guess here in Queensland as well, you know, we found our most exciting sales and mm. our highest sales have been. At auction, because, uh, you know, you have a a little period where you get all your buyers together, Mm -hmm. and then you it's sort of like a little bit of a race, really. It is. It is is exciting, yeah. buyers all come together, and then the property goes up for auction, and everyone gets excited, and they compete, and the person who pays the highest price wins. And
0: then it's sold. Uh, Most of the time it's sold, but what you'll Mm. find in Hawaii, you know, some of our big ticket properties will sit there for at least a year and Mm. uh, you know sometimes they are overpriced by a couple of million but they don't you know that's the price they want fine but you must be happy to have it sit there and then keep chopping that price down and down and down well I
1: I think it doesn't it's interesting that you say about that I had an interesting experience last year where I was very fortunate to have a private viewing of um, billionaire which was in Uh, Bel Air Mm -hmm. in Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. um, the Keller Williams property, Mm -hmm. which was originally on the market for two hundred and fifty US million, and it had never been lived in. It had been, you know, custom built, um, you know, for for uh, a particular market, and that on sold. By the time we were there, the price had been reduced to one hundred and fifty.
0: They dropped, 100 million. Million they, for, they dropped a hundred million. They dropped a hundred million. In how? In how long? In two
1: years. In two years. In two years. Yes. And yes. eventually, yeah. I believe it's just been sold for, I think, one hundred and thirty-five U.S. Okay. million, which right. is still one of the highest sales yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Um, for last year, Aaron Spelling's old mansion sold for one hundred and fifty mm-hmm. U.S. million, and um, uh, Lachlan Murdoch, mm. um, and Sarah Murdoch bought, um, another beautiful. Home, which is where they used to have the Beverly Hills Hillbody, uh, hillbillies. Oh Do wow, you know that, that show. Well, I it's, it's, it, it's amazing. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'm but sure no, I know, but, <laughs> but yeah, that sold I think for 150 US million. Mm. So. Yeah, amazing to see such a huge um, price reduction. Yeah, Mm. and so
0: what do you see, because I mean, for example, and you know, I was talking about this with you and Matt the other day, Bill 89 is now changing the way foreign investors are looking at Hawaii, it'll be interesting Mm. to see how that shakes down, so Bill 89 being the policing of short-term vacation rentals, look at episode one if you want the details. Um, But... So you're seeing people used to buy properties and go, well, great, I'm just going to sh- chuck it on Airbnb and she'll be right. I'm going to make tons of money and you can't guarantee that anymore. Now, really, mm. tourists are now back, penned back into, at least for now, um, the resort zones in Waikiki. There's one also in Makaha, but Makaha has a lot to, go, to, to work for. Mm. For. I think a. that's another story. We'll talk about Macca not time. Not time. <laughs> but what are the things that are affecting Brisbane's market at the moment? Yeah,
1: I think that's a very interesting question. Um, you know, we had a Royal Commission into our banking industry last year and... That had a drastic effect on our real estate market at the beginning of last year. Right. So with loans, it was unbelievable. You know, this time last year, I was getting a beautiful portfolio of properties ready to go on the market, and all of a sudden, it was February, and it was like, um, it was like the cat amongst the pigeons. You know, literally, the minute the finding of that the findings of that royal commission came out people stopped coming to the opens Mm. and there was fear about getting loans. And, you know, I had medical specialists ringing me who had put in offers on properties and they said, we are just so embarrassed. We actually can't get the money to get the loan because our bank has taken six months of banking statements and they have looked at the fact that we buy a couple of bottles of nice red wine um, every week. They've looked at the fact that we buy Uber Eats three or four times a week, and they've gone, You've got incidental expenses of this amount of money, um, and you know, sorry, but we can't loan you the money. Wow. Over Uber Eats and, wow. and red wine, which mm. is just ridiculous. Um, and this is medical, medical yeah. professionals who usually the banks will, you know, throw money at them. No. So. That affected that high net worth stable um, individual from, from buying for a while. Then we had the election and that mm-hmm. sort of you know stopped things because there was great fear in the market about changes to negative gearing mm-hmm. and also inheritance taxes. Sure. And we actually saw a very interesting thing happen last year because um, the younger generation, well, my daughter, for example, mm. um, because of this inheritance tax mm. issue... All the younger generation thought, oh my goodness, you know, if mum and dad pass away mm. and they leave the property to us, we're then, then going to have to pay this inheritance tax right. on the property. Right. So all of this sort of fear went around about what was happening with property, yeah. about negative gearing going out. Anyway, the election came, so property came to a halt. The election came, there wasn't a change of government at the time. Things started to loosen up with um, the banks and Royal Mm. Commission. So the market started moving again at a rapid speed Mm. in September last year, Mm -hmm. right through to December. And we've actually come into January and we track the graphs to show inquiry. So usually the peak selling season Mm. every year for transactions Is November. Yeah. Because we find a lot of people want to transact to be in a property just in time for Christmas. Right. So our graph for November spiked high, dipped down in December. And then from the 5th of January, inquiry spiked to the same level that it was in in November. November.
0: Interesting. And that is
1: the highest level of inquiry that we've seen for a January. In a decade, wow! In Brisbane, wow! We have just had our record um, January that we've had in wow. a decade, wow! And we've just transacted multi-million-dollar sales. We've just sold a property um, seven million plus to a local family that's mm-hmm. going to do at least a three million-dollar renovation on it. Wow. Um, we've just sold, um, you know, another couple of properties on the mm-hmm. river. You know, we've had some terrific sales in January, which shows that the confidence in the Brisbane market yeah. is, is really yeah.
0: at an all-time yeah. high for a decade. And people are looking into the future, aren't they? They are, like with this, confidence. Yeah. Mm. And, are you, and so you are seeing a growth as well, interstate interest and foreign interest? Definitely, yes. Yeah. So
1: again, um, you know, it's always very interesting in open homes where we're very fortunate to meet some, you know, incredibly fascinating people. Mm. And it's a little bit like we said before, you know, we're seeing um, a lot of really young entrepreneurs at the moment, yes. entrepreneurs who are multi-millionaires yes. who are in their late 20s. Yeah. And, you know, they've either done something phenomenal in the IT world yep. uh, where they've been innovative or the other thing that's quite remarkable is the number of social entrepreneurs exactly. that we're seeing. Yep. You know, we, we had a young couple so unassuming come into yep. our, one of our opens just before Christmas and this was, you know, a five million plus property, mm. and they didn't blink an eyelid at it. And so we we do, you know, obviously DD on our clients, um, you know, to make sure that they're genuine mm. and they are who they say they are. Mm. And uh, you know, they had this online fashion business that yeah. they started in a garage, and now it was booming.
0: So all Isn't through that the amazing. US, mm. and then I mean isn't it amazing instagram like um the way we can market around the world the way the world look at you and i exactly yeah
1: well actually i think that's a really good point the biggest change that i personally have seen in Mm. our industry in the last three years in particular is the power of the digital um media so for example I think I was telling you this amazing story before about um, a buyer from Papua New Guinea. Yeah. So I was sitting in uh, an open home last year on a Thursday night. I saw an international phone call come in on my phone. Fortunately, there wasn't anyone at the open, so I thought, <laughs> "Oh, I'll just take this call. It could be someone who you know, see who it is." Anyway, this um, gentleman said, hi, I'm ringing from New Guinea, I've just seen the video that you've Mm. done online of this amazing property, my wife loves it, and if it is as good as what you say it is on that video, my wife and I are buying a plane ticket, and we promise you we will be there for your open home on Saturday.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so I said, of course it is, it's gorgeous, I'm
1: sitting here now, and... I'm looking down at the water, yeah. and the candles are
0: on, and oh my goodness, it's gorgeous. And you could you have, have said, "Look, do you want to FaceTime? Let's, you know." Uh,
1: do you know what? And that is another yeah. thing. We actually do now use FaceTime, yeah. as I'm sure you do as uh, well. All the time. Yeah. Where someone will ring and they'll say, "Actually, classic example. I had a property on the river last year mm-hmm. in Interpelli. The gentleman was from London. Mm-hmm. His he'd flown over. His wife was still in London. Yeah. He said." Do you mind if we do a FaceTime for my wife because yeah. I going to put in an offer on this property and we can't she can't get here I want to buy it yeah. but I need my wife's approval. Yeah. And I said absolutely. So we walk through you know even pulling out drawers looking at wardrobe spaces looking mm. at pantries you know it ended up being a 2 hour FaceTime inspection. Fortunately, the battery
0: didn't die. Wow. <laughs>
1: wow, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, so all of those sort of things
0: now um, You're no longer the amazing. local, you know, realtor on the corner for your suburb. It's just like the world's the limit.
1: Well, again, like you and I being mm. connected, you know, mm. it is amazing because it turns out we've got the same clients
0: here yeah, in exactly. Brisbane, which yeah. is incredible. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that, I, exactly. <laughs> but I, I really feel strongly about the connection between... Honolulu and, and Brisbane, actually. Yes. Although I must say, our beaches in Honolulu—they are <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> I, I don't dispute that at all. But actually, <laughs> I, I did want to talk, and you know, because it, it, some of these listeners have uh, no, maybe their only concept of Queensland is crocodiles on So yes, I what you know, the, what it talk to me about Queensland, the Queensland house, the Queensland uh, room, the Queensland Ooh, architecture. Actually, well.
1: I can compare this to um, Hawaii, actually, yeah. so I'm Responding going to say to that my, yeah. my favourite hotel mm-hmm. where I love to stay in Hawaii is the Moana, mm. and you know, there's a reason for that, because I have a connection with the Moana compared with a lot of the architecture that we have in Brisbane, mm-hmm. so I know that you and I haven't had a chance to have a look at it today, mm-hmm. but You know, I'm actually just looking. If I look across, directly across, you can see that beautiful little Queenslander. That beautiful. Oh, just down there. Yeah, Yeah. just down there, and that it's so magnificent because, like the Moana, which Mm. will never be destroyed. Yeah. Because it is such an iconic piece of real estate. Mm -hmm. We that's an example of iconic Queensland real estate. Yes. So we have this these beautiful pieces of architecture like the Moana. That are, that are preserved, mm-hmm. they're protected, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Um, we have a lot of beautiful Spanish mission architecture. Right. So again, like the Royal Hawaiian, mm-hmm. you know, up on Hamilton Hill where we were yesterday, yep. um, looking at beautiful real estate, there's some magnificent examples of yeah. that beautiful Spanish mission architecture right. that's here in Brisbane. Um, we have magnificent Art Deco yes. um, property in Brisbane. Um, so you know, our um, architecture in Brisbane is very multicultural. It is, and, yeah, and yeah. we're a multicultural city. And interestingly enough, the Queenslanders mm. originate from the Germans. Do they? Yes. I didn't so know it that. was a German architect who actually came to Queensland, who started most of those beautiful, um, lovely, you know, uh, big roofs. Yep, and the lovely wide verandas that yeah. we see for the cooling breezes that's so
0: wrapping all around
1: wrapping yep. all the way around like like i'm going to compare it back to hawaii yeah. so that people can relate to it but like those beautiful um verandas you see around the sheridan moana mm-hmm. um you know where they sit down and have breakfast yeah. well that's what we like to do yeah again i'm comparing it to your climate yeah. because we're hot. We're humid. Yeah, tropical. We get all the tropical storms. Mm. We've got all the mm-hmm. storms rolling in today, as we've yeah. seen. So it's really important to get that natural cross ventilation. The yes. beautiful cooling breezes. Yes. And in more recent days, yes. When did the
0: Queensland room happen? I mean, that was was that essentially looking at a veranda and saying, look, let's make this outside inside. Yes.
1: Yes. So. I guess the Queenslanders started in the late 1800s to early 1900s, so we have here protected any property that was built pre-war, which Mm -hmm. is pre-1945, you absolutely cannot demolish it. Really? Yes. Any of them? Any of them. Wow. Some of them, you know, there have been a couple of exceptions, but it's very, very hard we can look out down there, and you can see all those beautiful little cottages yeah. that are dotted with trees. Mm. Um, they, that little pocket there, will actually never be destroyed, which with is amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. So mm. that's a really unique thing about Brisbane. Yes, because you've got those beautiful little little cottages everywhere and right because you've got these
0: new um condos everywhere that's mm. always intermixed with this classic like i always know i'm in queensland yes you know but yeah like where we went to lunch some of these really modern um restaurant that's right focused cultural hubs are
1: surrounded by little classic queenslander cottages yeah, yeah which are really romantic and yeah. people love them and. You know, we're seeing a real modern twist on that at the yeah. moment with, you know, there's architects like uh, Joe Adset, okay. who has come in, taken these gorgeous little um, Queenslanders and, uh, you know, a couple of really young guys who've mm. come in huge on the scene mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, the Greyer Brothers.
0: Oh,
1: um, I mean, they're amazing. They're, I talk about them phenomenal. all the time. Phenomenal. Yeah, and he's at only 30 Absolutely amazing guys and mm. they're innovators. You know, they actually mm. go to Bel-Air, they go to Beverly Hills, mm. they go to the US in mm. particular and they get a lot of inspiration from those magnificent contemporary Do they? Because I, don't, I they
0: don't look anything to me like Bel-Air at they, all.
1: They don't, but some of the use of raw, yes. concrete, yes. raw surfaces, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but still that beautiful traditional classic queenslander with the contemporary twist their work is innovative
0: so innovative and Mm. you are so fortunate to have had some of the most beautiful listings here in brisbane like you thank you people should should look up your your portfolio of of work it's really amazing
1: thank you yeah i i love my clients yeah i have really wonderful clients and you know i think i i just i really love beautiful properties Mm. and i think uh you know, I really love, I just, I love what I do and yeah. I love really marketing people's properties beautifully yeah. and taking a lot of time, like you, having a creative arts background yeah. and a media background and yeah. having, I'm passionate about photography and go into people's properties and think about what angle is going to look really spectacular yeah. for this property. Yeah, what is so about the
0: character of this Property because I always yeah. there's there's some for most properties there's just one unique seller yes who I mean buyer who you need to find there's there's someone who's going to love it but you that's need to it. be able to provide them with the experience that to connection exactly right. and as a real estate agent do you think that's that's as you said in the last three years that is just mm. becoming increasingly do you think more what people will demand from real estate agents that you they they're wanting a more Creative, culturally aware—they do.
1: They—they really do. You know, I think that um, you know, gone are the days where you can just put a put a property up online and Mm -hmm. you know wait for the buyer to come in. Yeah. Um, you know, we have to. What we've seen is is using digital to promote yeah. properties now is incredible so you had a um, horse
0: in one of yours
1: oh my goodness you have been still oh, i <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so i mean that's exactly right yeah. you've got to look at a property and think yeah. wow what's what's different about this and that and Matt's particular, stuff
0: too i mean i really think that's great matt, I, you know, I have
1: to say matt looks better jumping into a pool than i do <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a suit No, like, and that's like, but that's also borrowing from um, Los Angeles and you know the, the popularity of million dollar listing. Totally. Should now be ten million dollar listing. Exactly, you know? but I mean but that
1: that was so clever. So clever. Think about you know the, when he did that. He, I said that's going to go. That's going to go viral. Yeah. And he did. It, yeah. It was amazing. It was so clever to
0: do something different mm. to a property. To get people talking about that property and yet his his background isn't it in like ours in in the arts or
1: no he's a sparky he just but he mm. pre- it's like did, who,
0: who gave him media training he's great like mm. the way he's so natural on camera and the way he talks about his property and just the movement whoever's directing your stuff kudos to them i don't know or if we, you're self-directing i
1: we actually are really fortunate to work with some incredibly creative people you know um you know full credit to matt he had a couple of young guys come to him a couple of years ago and just said give us a go give us a go and you know they're they're ex-media you know they're a they're a a, they're just two of the most amazing young guys Mm. and they have in two years basically gone from nothing to now Traveling all around Australia and actually even in Tokyo, mm. um, doing something uh, this week. Wow! With and always the in music state No, oh. they're no, in, okay. they're doing you know, amazing cars, yeah. Mercedes, you know the luxury cars. Wow. They're doing a a film clip for a musician, oh, you know. Cool. So their work yeah. is incredibly innovative, and to have those sort of creative minds yeah. um, and did. Um, Phoenix Digital is our mm. digital company. I mean, they're amazing. Mm. We can take a listing. We can say radio. We want to target expats in London yeah. with this listing. Yeah, we can um, pinpoint where we're going to direct this listing to, yep. right down to the suburbs. Yeah, so,
0: wow. Yeah, you know, I have. And a, then do you then base your presentation on that demographic?
1: Yes, exactly. So peakers. Yeah, so I'll give you an example Mm. of something that happened to me, uh, you know, just before Christmas. I was selling a beautiful uh, waterfront property at Hamilton Mm. and it had been on the market for a while and my clients hadn't been able to sell it. And I said, Radio, we've got to really be creative with our marketing, so Mm. we've got to think about all possible ways we can reach out to audience. Mm. So we decided to do a digital campaign and we decided to trace everyone who lived on the river in Brisbane. We decided to target the eastern suburbs in Sydney because mm-hmm. a high percentage of our clientele is the eastern suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to target Hong Kong mm-hmm. and we decided to target London because wow. they're the key areas and, yeah. and Melbourne. They're, they're really the key areas for us where we're getting our external, Yeah, apart from our domestic yeah. traffic, our external traffic. So, it was unbelievable. Again, I was sitting at an open home one Thursday evening. Oh, no, actually, the, I was. I had a phone call during the day from someone, and he said, oh, are you going to have that open home this evening? Um, I've just seen it come up on my social media. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, sure, absolutely. I said, we're actually going to be having a twilight evening with some beautiful French champagne and mm-hmm. some lovely cheeses. Mm-hmm. So, please come down, have a lovely glass of champagne and watched the sunset on the river, which is really quite spectacular, as you've seen, which is beautiful. They're they're breathtaking. And um, so he came down with his partner, just as the sun was setting, Mm. had a beautiful glass of French champagne, Mm. walked around, saw this beautiful property, they just went, oh my God, we just so can see ourselves living here, this Mm. is just so beautiful. Mm. And they didn't want to leave because it was so peaceful and relaxing and ended up buying it Wow! and that was a 3.65 million dollar sale mm. Off seeing it on instagram right and a, that was a digital you guys instagram. saying
0: we really believe that it's going to be these people in these, these locations target. and we can we yeah. can
1: map where they're going to be we can map the type of buyer yeah. what they're into where they live yeah and just target those it's mm. very very clever mm. what can be done
0: isn't it though
1: mm. yeah. yeah
0: we could keep talking forever and we probably will but we'll we'll, we'll probably cl- close off what we're doing now you, but do you have any one last thing about about l- the love heart around brisbane for you uh you know i think that um you know we are definitely i'm,
1: I'm really excited that you have flown into brisbane mm. and that you are seeing clients in brisbane mm. and that you are typical you know you, you haven't been raised in brisbane or mm. lived in brisbane but you have brisbane's on your radar yeah which is incredible yeah so i think you are testimony to mm. really what we're seeing here in brisbane yeah. we are a global city yeah. so um there's so many exciting things coming up hopefully we'll We're going to put in a bid for the Olympics this year as well, which is terrific. Oh, wow. Um, The 2036 Olympics, which will be amazing. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. I just got
0: goosebumps. (laughs) The Sydney 2000 was like the best thing that ever happened in Sydney and ever will happen. So I hope it... Oh, that would be great. Exactly.
1: So, yeah, we're we're just very excited to be part of such an incredible global... um, recognition mm. of Brisbane now finally mm. being
0: seen yeah. as an incredible yeah. world class. So city. get on it basically think about it now exactly
1: put your money in yeah. now, now cause because 20, 20, 30, it's 36. definitely going
0: to go. That's when up. the world discovered Sydney to 2000 yeah. so they were like oh wow Sydney's really nice. Yeah. Yes. yeah so okay and then where can people find these fabulous horse horse videos on beautiful Queenslanders Uh, (laughs) and you (laughs) being fabulous for your clients. Like like you did. I guess
1: the best way, you know, the the digital footprint now for most people is Instagram and Facebook. So people do, first of all, when they do their research, I find now they'll, you know, research an agent on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, LinkedIn, or your own personal... um, uh, media page yeah so, okay so
0: what's your instagram yeah. handle um my instagram like, what handle? is it i oh know my it, it. My it's, Chris, it's, it's at christine rudolph <laughs> underscore <right>? you're amazing <laughs> Thank i told you, you. <laughs> <laughs> and and Thank so you. ray white uh new farm christine new rudolph check her out um and i'm sure you'd be happy to answer any questions people have absolutely
1: i just love um chatting to people i get to meet the most amazing people yeah. in the world
0: yeah through this job
1: yeah. so and yeah. she's
0: obviously as you can see you're just just all heart thank you you're all heart and you're just a beautiful woman so thank yeah how to you thank you all right thanks for joining me thank you